Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I am Lucky, and happy Monday. Uh, I know this is out a little bit later uh, than I wanted it to be. I ended up getting back a little bit later from visiting one of my cousins last night and passed out at, like, midnight, which is actually really late for me nowadays. Uh, so, yeah, had a little... I uh, had to get some uh, things going a little bit later in the day. But anyway, you may be wondering, oh, my goodness, you know, from whatever title I choose or if you read the description. Oh, my God, he's back at crippling alcoholism, uh, the subreddit. And you might say, why is he here again? I actually don't know. I, I'm going to be real with you. It is purely entertainment. But it's also, you know, I was just speaking to uh, to my cousin, and I, I actually didn't realize how one of my cousins passed away very recently, and I, I, I guess it was through an overdose. And, you know, I just wanted to kind of go back to this, because, you know, one of the things that we were talking about is, was this idea of, oh, uh, of a, like, uh, of a society pushing these drugs and other things on us. Um, in movies and anything like that, you know, they, they make it seem like this is such an amazing thing because if you do this, you will, uh, find happiness. You know, I give you an example, right? I was at a, at an event the other day at a piano recital right afterwards, they were doing like wine and cheese, you know, it's become a, such a social thing, uh, that it's become so, you know, when so many people accept something, they never ask, Oh, what? you know, is this good? By the way, I'm, this isn't like a moral judgment. I'm just trying to say that we, we've looked at, we look at alcohol now just as this simple thing. Oh, it won't hurt anybody, but you know, tell that to all the, the people on this subreddit. So uh, anyway, if you guys are new here, thank you so much for being here. Uh, one of the things that I do on this channel, well, probably the main thing that I do on this channel is I go to subreddits that have anything to do with mental health. In this case, it would be addiction or alcoholism. And I either give, you know, soft advice or try and relate my issues to what's being said. And, you know, we all kind of learn something new from these uh, from these posts. But anyway, let's go over to the first post here. Spain, but the S is silent. I think I think in a drunken stupor, I might have eaten some rancid meat. No amount of lemon, chili flakes, uh, black pepper could disguise the taste. Going to wash it down with uh, wagari. War gin, I guess is what it means. And uh, rewatch Halloween Kills. Happy Spooktober and chairs. Well, that's the, the other thing about alcoholism, right? When you're so drunk, you know, I remember getting into places, you know, we'd be drinking downtown San Jose and, you know, there was this place. Uh, I don't really want to shout it out in this light. It, it's a very good place, by the way. It's a very good place. Uh, we used to go to this uh, burrito place and go eat there. And I just remember just... Anything that was in front of me, I would have eaten. Like, if they just put, you know, I don't know, spoiled meat, like this person said, I probably would have eaten it, you know, to be completely honest. I mean, I would have thrown up, like, two seconds afterwards, but I probably would have eaten it. And, you know, you start to you start to realize how dull your senses get after, I don't know, you know, whatever, whatever how many drinks you, you know, however many drinks it takes you to get to, um, maybe not the blackout point, but the buzz point, and... You know, all of a sudden you start eating, you know, maybe you were on a diet and the diet just goes right out the window, you know, like, oh, wow, I was really full. And then all of a sudden you start drinking and all that carbonation or not the carbonation, but the bubbles are inside you and start making you think like, oh, my God, I, I need McDonald's right now. I need this right now. I remember 
um, going to a work work function and we ended up eating, uh, you know, I, I didn't end up eating anything there, but then I ended up, you know, having my, having, uh, uh, my ride take me over to Taco Bell and get a bunch of food. And I think by then it was like nine, like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock maybe. And just eating all this food, which I mean, listen, if you're on a different schedule, that's totally fine. But uh, for me, you know, eating right before bed is such a terrible idea because you, listen, you don't need energy to go to sleep. <laughs> you know what I mean? You do not need energy to go to sleep. If you're hungry before you have to go to bed, uh, good. You know what I mean? Like, that's fine. That's <laughs> you don't need energy to go to bed, you know? Um, but anyway, I just, I just thought that was, uh, I was just thinking about that right now. Uh, going back to, uh, sorry, going to the next post here, had another seizure. After not letting my back, uh, sorry, uh, BAC, uh, blood alcohol uh, content, get below 0.19 for about a week. Jeez Louise. By the way, the, uh, what is it? The the legal limit is 0.08, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's, I think it's 0.08. Uh, so that's pretty much double, a little bit above double the, the, the legal limit uh, that you're supposed to be. This has never happened so quickly before. I have I have a friend that can that can get dope for me, but I don't ever but I don't even really care for it much. Benzos are extremely difficult to obtain in my experience. I went to a physician. I told her my entire story, most of which is available on the medical record. She said she didn't want to prescribe me uh, Librium because other pa- uh, patients have his- a history of abusing it. I started crying and told her that I have no choice but to drink again. I'm sorry for wasting your time, but put, I put my jacket back on, shaking like a fiend. Wait a minute, wait a minute, and spoke to another, uh, sorry, this is quote, in quotes, wait a minute, wait a minute, spoke to another doctor that approved a 10-day Librium uh, taper. It worked great for the first few days, but the taper is too fast. I hope I can get more. It just helps me deal with my, my BS anxiety to the point where I can think clearly enough to make the next move. Um, yeah, this is, this, this is, this is always really tough so i by the way i should probably look up what uh what librium is because they had mentioned uh benzodiazepines i'm just assuming that's what librium is um but let's see librium is indicated for the management of anxiety disorders for the use for the short-term relief of symptoms of anxiety withdrawal of symptoms of acute alcoholism okay interesting um does it say that's a benzodiazepine and uh, let me just look this up real quick. It's a brand name for the benzodiazepine medication. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so yeah, benzodiazepines have a very weird... By the way, that doesn't mean that they don't have their place, but I have heard, you know, at least from, you know, one of my, uh, you know, one of my favorite people in the world, Jordan Peterson, uh, he had a very tough time getting off of benzodiazepines. Uh, he was dealing with severe anxiety. His, his wife was going through uh, cancer treats, m- treatments, all that kind of stuff. And um, he, he just, you know, he got subscri- uh, subscribed, sorry, prescribed them. And, it, it, you know, he went through terrible withdrawals, man. So, you know, having this person uh, dealing with this stuff, I, I'm assuming these people know what they're doing, but... Um, you know, with with something like that, oh man, I, I don't know. Just going from one really addictive thing to another. Um, I think the first doctor. This is just my own opinion. I'm not saying that you know this should maybe take this with a grain of salt, but I think that first doctor was right to not prescribe another fully addi- like really addictive thing. 
you know um in my opinion uh in my not a professional opinion i think they would have been better off just tapering off with alcohol if if anything you know because uh, now you've added another thing to the list and you know it doesn't sound like you're over alcohol either so um because that going from 0.19 is a big jump is a big big jump uh to go over to a you know to uh, benzodiazepines and you know really hardcore uh, drug so yeah i wish them the best of luck man but uh you know always kind of be be careful with uh with the medications that you're prescribed i always like to err on the side of caution whenever i'm given a, a medication now then again I guess that would be a little bit hypocritical of me because when I went to the hospital, when I was hospitalized for people that are new here, I was hospitalized in 2011, about 10 years ago, uh, for mental health reasons. And I was prescribed, uh, well, at that point I was given a sedative, a sedative on site. And then I was also given, I was started to, they started to give me Zoloft, um, and an antipsychotic, which was Risperidol. And, but I always had like questions about it, like you know, is this going to be okay? Because you know, the antidepressants didn't work for a while. It worked about, it started working about two or three months in. But yeah, it was it was definitely one of those, um, mo you know, it was definitely. I was always very skeptical of it. Um, but once I saw, I started seeing it working. I started working. You know, you have to work with your psychiatrist and your therapist to kind of figure things out. And they 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 had a pretty good lock and key on it. Um, but yeah, best of luck to that person, man. That benzodiazepines are no joke. You know, obviously, like I said, they are definitely uh, needed in some cases, but I, I think you need a little bit more scrutiny. Uh, you know, th there needs to be a little bit more cross-examination of a person before you you just give them willy-nilly to somebody. Not saying that's what the doctor did in this case, but yeah, either way. Going to the next post here. Went to a Halloween party. Random person told me to Uber home. This was Saturday. I dressed up as Captain Jack Sparrow. I know ironic because he was also uh, he was also an alcoholic. Uh, the party was at seven. By the way, if people don't know who Jack Sparrow is, uh, where have you been living? Uh, but I'll, yeah, if you guys remember, he was always like, uh, you know, where's the rum? You know, always drinking rum and all that stuff. Um, I started secretly drinking at three. I go to the party thrower uh, thrower's house. Let's call her Becky. And I was with my sister as well to set up. No one has arrived yet, and I already am seven or eight in Tito's and Diet Coke, I guess. Uh, as people start to arrive, I'm already tipsy, getting more confident, uh, in talking to people. The last thing, uh, what the last thing few, oh, sorry. The last few things I remember was couples making out. I felt sorry for myself being a lonely drunk. I drank more shots to let them, uh, to let even more loose. Then I think the dance part of me comes out. The taking selfies with random people come out, taking pictures, posting dumb, dumb, uh, BS online. There's also a few enemies I had there, and they won because they got to see me embarrass myself. And Lord, am I freaking embarrassed. Then the very last thing that happened is someone told me I should save myself and take an Uber. I'm assuming meaning before I got even worse. For a stranger to tell me to leave clearly shows I was blacked out since it was a party and all. My sister also blocked me, and I texted her really bad things. She told me to go home, too. And you know when you are drunk and defensive? Yeah, I guess I was getting in that... Uh, that uh, let's just say catty bad mood phase. That's not the word she used, but uh, it starts with a B. Say stupid, stay stupid, uh, say stupid stuff. Be loud. The next morning, I check my phone. One of the worst feelings you'll ever have in your life. I check my Instagram. Everything was fine until I posted three videos of me babbling. Uh, crap. I instantly delete them. I see video chatted. Um, see how video chatted people I don't speak with. 
and cursed out my mom and sister. I have an image now of the people who don't like me and staring at me while I was blacked out. Look, I can't say exactly what I did or I should or if I should feel sorry for myself. Um, I was blacked out, so I have no idea how bad I was, but I still have the gut wrenching guilt and embarrassment. Can y'all tell me an embarrassing party story? Well, I'm finished the tequila uh, I bought from a guy at the party. Uh, what am I? What am I when I drink? Damn it! So this is this is a this is a problem, right? When we talk about uh, when I talk when I talk about like enabling people and all that kind of stuff, this is the kind of stuff that 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 you get, right? Because obviously, we want to make people feel better, right? We want to make people feel that listen, I've made these mistakes as well, uh, but it doesn't have to be the end. The problem is when you start making excuses like. Oh, yeah, I did that all the time. So then you start to make it seem like this is normal behavior because you're talking to like, listen, they're what uh, it's almost 60,000 members on crippling alcoholism subreddit. So you have a very specific group of people who are. uh, Sorry, who are all in the same boat as you. So, of course, they're going to have some story to tell you. Of course, they're going to have some crazy binge uh, story. the the thing is you don't you know nobody holds you accountable either you know oh i remember when i did that don't worry about it you know i i used to get that a lot oh i've definitely done worse oh you've done worse that's great you know i and i i used to do the way that i used to do this was i used to watch like keeping up with the kardashians or i used to watch uh maury or yeah a little bit of jerry uh, jerry springer but I, you know, just because I wanted somebody to have a worse life than me. The problem is when you start, when you keep on looking at other people's lives, you never look objectively at your life. You, all you're doing is looking at all these other people's lives saying they're, that that's so terrible. I'm so glad my life isn't like that. Well, maybe you should look at your damn life and actually figure out what in the world you're unhappy with. Because if you're just covering up, covering it up by saying, oh, at least I'm not as bad as this person, you're never going to get better. You're only going to keep on supplementing your delusions with more and more BS. And it's just going to get to the point where you end up, uh, you know, who knows? You know, God forbid uh, it goes to the end of that. But uh, yeah. And as for the person asking them to Uber home, I mean, I don't know how drunk they were, but... They could have just been asking because they didn't do a great job of explaining the context of it, but they could have just been saying, hey, make sure you don't drive home, right? Like, hey, don't, you're not driving, so just just uh, you know, just take an Uber home or something like that, right? Um, but, you know, even if they were, yeah, that's probably a good – that was, probably was a good idea. And this is the other thing, right? The day after regrets. I can't tell you. It seemed like almost every, every other weekend I was having some after um, – the, the day after regrets and just feeling, I don't know, just feeling this, this sense of uh, this lack of control in my life was, you know, it just felt like I was on a roller coaster, well, on a roller coaster for a while. And, you know, when you get that feeling of that, you're not in control, you start to give up, you start to give like totally give up. And it, you know, obviously it depends on what you're talking about. When we talk about control, all I mean is like a, the control of your actions, the free will, once you don't realize that you don't have free will, or sorry, once you start thinking that you don't have free will, you start to, you know, at least for me, I started to just spin out. You know, I was like, oh, I, my future has been decided for me. I, you know, I'm, I'm done with everything. I'm done with everything. I'm just, uh, I'm just gonna, you know, um, 
you know, die at some point, but hopefully before 30 was what I originally thought. So yeah, this is, this is, this is not a good feeling every time you wake, you know, I hate that moment when you wake up and you realize, wow, I did something terrible. You know, it, it basically feels like you, me and my, me and my friend used to call it time traveling, right? Like you just, you're, you're, you're in the bar one second and all of a sudden you, you blink and you're in bed, you know, it, it's, it's that crazy. That's how crazy it is. Um, but yeah. And then, you know, there, there's some comments down here that are, you know, like, uh, the liquor did the drinking bubs. Uh, no, the liquor didn't, the liquor didn't do the drinking. You drank the liquor and then you started speaking, you know, there, there's no blaming the liquor. There's no, none of that. Right. Uh, that's, that's the problem is the, there's no accountability for your actions. And, you know, it sucks because then once you start pushing these people away, they don't want to, and rightfully so, they don't want to be around you. So then you start pushing away your community. So you've basically, the alcohol has basically forced you to be reliant on it. You know, and it, you know, what that reminds me of is, uh, like those, those, uh, significant others, it, typically they're boyfriends that will try and isolate a woman so they'll be like oh yeah we should we should move out we should move away out of the out of the the state or something like that so that they can get them away from their family who they know will help them uh you know when everything goes awry and they'll just try and get them to go out of state so that they they have to rely on that person well that's a lot like alcohol alcohol wants you to rely on it alcohol needs you to rely on it because uh, you know, otherwise you're going to just not, uh, not drink it anymore, you know, and it's not even alcohol that needs it. It's, it's that side of you that, that thinks it needs it, that alcoholic inside of you that thinks it needs it. So, um, anyway, best of luck with that person, man. That's a, that's a rough one. Uh, next post here. I'm back. Uh, I wish you, I wish you weren't, uh, let's see the post here. I was just hospitalized two weeks ago due to withdrawal. Just finished a half gallon of my bottom shelf mistress goddess. Uh, uh let's see. Um, Oh, okay. See, uh, damn. Am I disappointed? If you would, I thought I said uh, goddess instead of mistress. Uh, never mind. Uh, damn. Am I disappointed? If you would be so kind, would uh, would one of you adopt my life so that I can stop hurting those around me? I'm walking to the liquor store up the block. Be back in a sec. Let me know if you need anything. Um, see, and then you know the post, the first post on here says you are an imposter, waffle, and this cannot be tolerated. See, it's trying to make light of what is going on. And by the way, there's it's not that there aren't those moments where you need a, a, a just a, a moment uh, and you need somebody to, to, to make pick to make a joke, you know, a, you know, a little uh, uh, levity, you know, to the situation. But in this case, this person has literally gone to I mean, once you start once you get hospitalized for withdrawal, I mean, for alcohol. And that's the thing, too, is I've heard, I don't know if this is completely true, so grain of salt again, but I've heard that it, it could take anywhere from just like one to two days for withdrawals to start kicking in. I don't know how severe they are. That's the problem. Like when I hear heard that, I don't know how severe they are, but like, you know, we're talking maybe headaches and stuff, but it starts to get a lot worse. And yeah, it just, uh, it, it always pains me to see people continuing the cycle despite the fact they know exactly exactly where it's going to go they they know where exactly where it's going to go um yeah best of luck to this person um let me see how much time i have yeah let's do let's try and do one more and i'll see if i want to do another one after this just one reason to quit i have just one reason to quit and it isn't good enough i gained weight i don't know if it's the antidepressants the booze or my genes i'm going to tell you this it's probably all three mostly the first two my mom and grandma both became heavy and both were complete uh, 
Tito Tito Taylors? I've never heard of that. Is that like I also blame COVID. Uh what the heck is a Tito Taylor? I'm assuming that's like a ah, whatever. Uh yes, I may have six shots of vodka after work and go up to 10 to 13 on the weekend, but I get up and go to work each day, work more than 40 hours, come home and cook a nice dinner, keep up on the bills and chores, and I'm working on my doctorate. I've always considered exercise, uh, exercising drunk. That's an okay thing, right? Literally everything makes me sweat at this point because of my BMI. If I was thin like, thin like I used to be, I wouldn't even think twice about where I am at, with booze. Uh, FML or uh, screw my life, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, the... The problem with drinking and, you know, I knew that I, I used to know this guy who was heavy, dude, really heavy. And, you know, it. I remember somebody I was, it was somebody that I worked with and somebody else that I worked with was like, he, he kind of looked at him one day and he, he, he looked at me. He's like, eh, I just feel so bad for him because it can't be, it can't be comfortable walking with that much weight. He must have weighed over four, oh man, maybe even more maybe 500 pounds is what we're looking at right um and and he was a heavy drinker man real heavy drinker uh and that's the problem man is alcohol does not come without calories you know what i mean um it, it, you know i i've been i've been doing a little bit of calorie counting i don't i don't like to do like super strict calorie counting but um let's see here now, now, I will say this, uh, shots, maybe not as many calories, but when you're drinking 13 of them, uh, yeah, there is a lot. There is a lot. They start to become a lot of freaking calories. So you have to be really careful with, uh, have to be really careful with a, a lot of these. Um, as, listen, if you're drinking like two on the weekend, I mean, dude, you're, you're, you're fine. You know what I mean? Um, nothing crazy like a like you know it's nothing more is it's not more crazy than like a soda or something like that and that's cool but imagine if you drank 10 sodas and you continue to drink 10 sodas each and every day well each soda is roughly if i can remember right about 140 calories something like that so you're drinking an extra thousand calories each day like i'm rounding that's that's a modest estimate uh so you're going to just start gaining more weight. That's that's a that's a full meal in my day, right? Like I I I just ate a meal today. It was roughly about 1000 calories and for breakfast, right? And you know, that's that's no joke, you know, when it comes to everything. Sure you can get like a Bud Light, but you know, all that kind of stuff, but I mean, I don't really know. I don't actually know who who too many people who actually drink that who are alcoholics. Typically alcoholics, they don't care about the light or anything like that. They they want the alcoholic percentage. They want the the high alcoholic percentage. So or alcohol percentage, sorry, alcoholic percentage. But yeah, it's it's a it's a tough it's a tough one, man, because and then you know it keeps you sedentary, right? You're just drinking and you're gonna just sit sit wherever you are uh in this case, right? Because you're you're so heavy set. Um but man, yeah, I, I wish that he would maybe this person would probably think about, hey, why don't I go exercise instead of drinking? Or, you know, I'm I don't really like saying this part, but maybe like, oh, I will go exercise before I have a drink. I will make sure. Um, one thing I will say, maybe maybe I'll, I'll retract what I just said because I, I did start to realize that I was treating alcohol as a punish, as, as sorry, as a reward at some points. You know, I used to be like, oh yeah, I can. As long as I get through the day and do this, I can drink. 
and then I started, you know, calling out more uh, because I just I just wanted to chill at home and not do anything, you know. Uh, if, you know, if, if working is the, the hard part of it, why don't I just cut the hard part out? You know, humans are lazy. We're naturally lazy. Excuse me. It is what it is that that's just, we'll always find a shortcut to get to where we need to be. And I think that's true in a lot of cases. So, um, you know, we always have to be careful with, uh, with treating things like rewards. So yeah, I'll take back what I just said. I don't think that's a great idea. Um, but yeah, best of luck to anybody out there dealing with this kind of stuff. Definitely don't become a part of this subreddit, but if you guys do want to to check it out, I will have a link to it in the description box down below. Uh, don't forget, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, uh, I'm taking, uh, if you guys want to uh, check out my YouTube channel, I do reactions now. So if you guys want to email me a reaction video or something like that, or a video that you want me to react to, you're more than welcome to send me that on there. But as always, guys, don't forget to – oh, wait. I didn't even say what my email was. <laughs> you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.